Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Elmer Gillette and I pastor Community Worship Center Church of the Nazarene at 117 Madison Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11216. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. I want to say a special good morning to our seniors at Community Worship Center Church of the Nazarene and beyond. Seniors, we are so grateful to God for you, for your faithfulness. You have laid a tremendous foundation in our church. You are great pillars of the church. And we thank God for you every day. We pray for you constantly. And we pray that God will draw close to you during this difficult time. We hope to see you real soon. We think that you are so special. We love you this morning. And may the peace of God dwell in your hearts today. Please join us now on our online prayer meeting on Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The telephone number is 720-650-3030. And the conference number is 536-0631. I want to read to you today from Philippians 4, 4-7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Today I want to speak to you on the subject God's peace in anxious times. We are experiencing one of the most anxious and frightening times affecting the nations of the world. Anxiety affects everyone. No one escapes. But our anxiety has been exacerbated during this global pandemic. We are in uncharted territory. It is inconceivable what is happening to the nations of the world and the fact that our cities have been overwhelmed by this invading army. This disease has triggered a vast economic crisis of epic proportions, which has caused enormous stress, anxiety, hopelessness, fear, loneliness, and panic. Let me assure you that God made you so he knows all about our anxious thoughts. He knows the troubles you face. He knows that every one of us will experience anxiety. However, his word is filled with hope that is meant to help you in your struggle with worry and fear. Life is often hard, but God is always good. His love for us is both unfailing and unconditional. He is infinitely compassionate, graciously merciful, and wondrously competent. We have a place to go to for any and all crises, including a health issue like this virus. That place is described in the Word of God, which reminds us where to place our hope. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your cares on him, because he cares for you. When fears threaten to paralyze you, we have to understand that God is not surprised by coronavirus. God knows every detail and every trouble that overwhelms us. Reverend John Zierig says that people of faith possess a deep reservoir of spiritual resources for facing difficult times. When the news flashes at us, he says, faster than we can assimilate it, 
we are well served to be reminded of the foundations of our trust in God. That's Reverend John Zierig. This is a good time to remember that our hope is not in what we save or even in our physical health. Neither the markets or our current health status is the source of our identity. Psalm 20 verse 7 reminds us, Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we trust in the name of our God. This is a great declaration to embrace when fear threatens to grab hold of our hearts. God, again, is not surprised by a viral outbreak. He is not disinterested in our fears. He is our rock. He is our light. He is our salvation. Psalm 27.1 This might be a good time, brothers and sisters, to look in the Psalms instead of our news feed for support. During this time, when we feel the crushing onset of crisis, God knows that when bad times come, that what we need most is a place to flee somewhere that we can feel safe and catch our breaths. One of the most beautiful word pictures of this comforting truth is found in Psalm 91.4 where it says, God will shield you with his wings. This psalm reminds us that God delights in spreading his protective wings and unfolding his frightened children. Today, if you feel oppressed or weary or afraid, if you are grieving or anxious or disappointed or lonely or heartbroken, then hear this psalm. Chapter 9, verse 9 promises, The Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And that familiar, beloved psalm, 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And when you are fearful, you need to repeat that psalm every time you feel that you are afraid. God, and make it personal, God is my refuge and strength. He is my present help in trouble. These are some of the most beautiful, comforting, and beloved verses in the book of Psalms. They reassure us that God gives us strength being our own God, helps us. And God is your refuge when you need a safe harbor in which to shelter. Anytime you and I experience stress and feel the need for extra help and strength, these are the scriptures to encourage us. He is our refuge even when we feel alone, even when we are alone. He is our refuge when we are awakened in the night filled with fear and cold sweats break out. He is your refuge, your strength, a very present help when events transpire that you cannot understand. And in place of worry and anxiety, declare to yourself and to God, the Lord is my refuge. He is my present help. That great British preacher Charles Spurgeon says, and I quote, Anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its worries and sorrows. It only empties today of its strength. End of quote. 
God wants us to know him so intimately and trust him so completely that we will not be consumed with trying to fix our problems. As we grow in our love for God, we will experience the right kind of concerns in the midst of our troubles. Psalm 94.19 says, When my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolations delight my soul. Wow! This is a fascinating passage. This psalm reminds us that God knows everything that we are going through. He says again, when my anxious thoughts multiply, because my brothers and sisters, our thoughts sometimes can multiply within us. But then he says, your consolations delight my soul. So, what are these consolations? Psalm 94.22 declares that God is my stronghold and the rock of my refuge, my God. Now consider the Apostle Paul's words as we look at our text in Philippians 4, 5-7. And again he says, the Lord is near. What, what a comfort. Where is God? He is near you, wherever you are. There is God. Whatever you're going through, God is there. And so he said, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, comprehension, will, watch this, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This passage, church, gives us reason not to be anxious. If we think about our bad anxiety reactions, the unhealthy worry, fretting, churning, we will notice that we are overwhelmed with these feelings because we are not focused on the fact that God is near. When you know that Jesus is there, the worried, obsessed, Sinful anxiety will dissipate. So when you're anxious, start by remembering that your Lord is near. And you will get your breakthrough. Acts 17.27 says that God is not far from any one of us. That is sure comforting during this challenging period. Church, brothers, sisters... We will get through this because the morning is coming and with the morning there is hope and where there is hope there is joy. Psalm 145.18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on Him. To all who call on Him in truth. Wow. And again, Paul tells us in Philippians 4, 6, to present our request to God. Think about that for a minute. If the Lord is near, if he is someone who knows what's on our hearts, who knows what weighs heavily on us and preoccupies us, then he hears us. If he is near, he hears us. And that's the reason why he is near, because he hears us. 
God is listening and he gives hope in the midst of the most difficult circumstances. I don't know what you're going through right now, but God knows and he is near you and he hears you. So when you're anxious, here's what you do. Pour your heart out of God. He is near you and he is listening. And then, and then Paul says, he guards your heart. Wow. In the midst of anxiety, Paul says, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 7. The peace of God, guarding and watching over us, is a theme that runs throughout the whole Bible. What is the absence of, uh, absence of peace? It's fear. God takes away our fears and replaces it with peace. Isaiah, wow, this is beautiful. Isaiah 26.3 You will keep him. Who is you, God? Will keep him. Who is him? You, her. God will keep him, her, in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Whose mind is stayed on who? Whose mind is stayed on God because he trusts in you because he trusts in the Lord. Wow, that is powerful. So this scripture describes a relationship with God. Peace comes to those whose minds are stayed on the Lord. Fear overwhelms us when we are not focused on God. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9.6. So, how do we pursue the peace that guards our hearts? We do so through Jesus Christ and Christ alone. Here's what Jesus says. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. John 14, 27. Psalm 29, 11. I know I'm giving you a lot of scriptures. But I'm doing it intentionally because I want you to feed on these scriptures. Psalm 29, 11 says, The Lord will give strength to his people. Now here, here again. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Again, our relationship with God is a precursor to peace. When you are anxious, remember that God is guarding you with his peace. No matter how the circumstances of life has changed, God will be constant. God will be faithful. God will be your loving protector. Listen to me. In times of anxiety, God wants a relationship with you. He wants you to talk to him. He intends for your anxiety, your troubles, and your response to your troubles be driven to him. God's peace comes to you as your relationship with him becomes deeper, more honest, and more intimate. How does this happen? He says, Philippians 4, 6, Let your requests be made known to God. God wants you to tell him what's on your heart. He wants you to tell him that you need him. And he wants you to go to him. He wants you to tell him all about your troubles. He wants you to ask him for forgiveness for your lack of trust and faith and for desiring his good gifts more than you desire him. Ask God to teach you how to close the gap between what you say and believe and how you think and function on a day-to-day -day basis. 
Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is, is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there is any excellence in anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. You and I must also be careful of where we let our minds dwell. Where we park our minds. Do not allow your mind to dwell on the negative. Anxiety is full of lies. Yes, it is. What are some of these lies? The devil wants us to be stressed about things outside of our control so that we don't rely on Jesus. While God wants you to believe a life filled with purpose, the devil wants the opposite for you. He doesn't want you to think or care about your thoughts, attitudes, words, or actions, and will trick you in believing you aren't significant. The devil wants to believe, he wants you to believe, that you don't have to go to church because it is the important, at least when it comes to your individual relationship with God. What does the church really have to do with your personal relationship with God? The church is a physical representation of Christ in the world. We are to practice a lifestyle of contentment. Jesus says much the same thing in the Sermon on the Mount. Here's what Jesus says. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Yes. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Matthew 6, 34. Our troubles do not rest on our shoulders. We are in a relationship with an even bigger God who is in charge of this world. His world. He has a purpose for us in every situation where there is trouble. God's alternative to worry and obsession is for us to trust Him. God promises that when we come to Him and cast all our cares honestly and frankly on Him, that we will be filled with the peace that passes all understanding. In times of uncertainty and upheaval, God is constant. Here is God's invitation to us during the difficult times. This is Matthew 11, 28 to 30, and I'm reading from the Message Bible, and it is absolutely beautiful. Here's what God says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the enforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything too heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Isn't that powerful? We do not have to carry our burdens alone. God sent His Son Jesus Christ to die on the cross. For a burden of sin. He loves us. And he wants to form a relationship with us. We have a partner in Jesus. To carry our anxiety and stress. Every time I've discovered. That I get detached from Jesus. My stress level goes up. Every time I get reattached to Jesus. 
my stress level goes down. He doesn't want just our burdens. He wants us. God's goal isn't simply to give relief by removing away the trial or affliction. God longs to draw near to us and for us to have a relationship with Him. The greatest need in our hearts today is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Lord, you are greater than the battles that are raging in my mind. And I will trust you. Thank you, Lord, for removing fear as I trust you and filling my soul with peace. Thank you for being in total control. Lord, I surrender my life to you today. I repent of all my sins. I invite you, Lord, into my life. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, many of you, church, have been reminding us to give you instructions regarding your tithe and offering. Thank you for your willingness to give. And here's our mailing address. Community Worship Center, Church of the Nazarene, Post Office Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. And God bless you again. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Through it all, through it all, my 
It 
And through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you, and it is well with me. It is well, it is well.